This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. We have returning guests, my man Stu Burns from Bank of America. Welcome back to the Father Matter Show, Stu. Hey, glad to be here. Always uh, glad to uh, to meet with Vance. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stu, it's that time of the year, man. Tax time is right around the corner, so I knew I had to get you back into the studio. And another reason why I wanted to get you back into the studio, because in January... You wrote an awesome article about finances, and it did really well, really well. And I said, Stu, let's get you back in here because it's tax time. People are emailing us about finances. And and and, and one of the things that you wrote, and you can get Stu's article uh, if you go to the fathermatters.org website, click on Tribune, go to January. And I think we titled that one, Reviewing Your Finances. Correct. Okay, so if you want to get Stu's full article about what we're going to talk about today, because obviously we're not going to be able to cover it all, go to fathermatters.org, click on the Father Matters Tribune, go to January, and you will get Stu's full article. Now, Stu, you started it off. You said, I'm going to read a little bit because I have your article right here. You said, every January we hear the president give a speech in which they try to summarize the current state of the union and set goals for our country in the coming year. It's important that we do the same thing annually and take a look at the current state of our finances and determine our goals and progress we are making. So under reviewing your finances, Stu, you said determine if your goals have changed and review what went well and uh, what you can improve from last year. Why should we, especially right now at tax time, why should we review our financial goals, Do Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this should be a regular course. Uh, again, just like the president does the, uh, the State of the Union, you need to uh, reevaluate your situation because a lot of things can change. Um, but one of the things, too, is just um, being being wise with your money. Uh, because it, especially with taxes, there's there's different things you can be doing possibly to take advantage of um, write-offs and and so forth. Um, but one of the things is is you know while we're dealing with finances and people trying to get ahead or try to revamp their finances, that's exactly why we want we want to write those goals. Um, and we'll be talking about some of those goals in just a moment when we discuss what are smart goals. Um, but basically, we want we want to see where we are because those kind of goals have to be measurable. They have to be realistic. Um, we have to have something to shoot for. So, for example, if I had a couple credit cards I wanted to pay off last year um, and I'm not making any kind of progress on that, then I need to revamp those goals because, you know, one of the one of the things I probably would want to do is pay down some debt um, or just to save more. So it could be either one, depending on the the person's situation out there. What else? What else should we do regarding reviewing our financial goals? Right. Yeah. One would be take a look at like a lot of people also start getting uh, possible raises, um, you know, every year around the same time. Uh, so you could look at where that extra money is going to go. Um, you could look at maybe where money is going to go that you have uh, paid down. Like if some debt is cleared up now, where do I want to revamp that money? Um, 
and put it towards uh, paying down like the next uh, closest goal um, or debt, so to speak. Uh, so you're going to want to take a look at at always reviewing that because it's a constant changing thing with the economy. Um, so I can't stress that enough. While we're discussing uh, finances and teaching the classes, uh, that's one of the things with budgeting is you have to know your, you know, how your income is coming in, if it's changing at all, and then you also look at your expenditures. So those are the two main starting points for creating a, a successful budget because uh, you know you want to set yourself up to win as well. Uh, so that's why you really have to determine. Um, if your goals have changed, um, you know, or any kind of situations have changed like that. I love another part you wrote about personal situation. You go, you said, uh, are there any changes that you might see coming that will affect your finances? And and it's funny that you're on today because just this last week, in one week, my car broke down and the AC went out. And, you know, Raina and I are like, what is going on? But you know what was awesome? We had that little cushion money put to the side that we was able to get not only get the car repaired, but get the AC fixed. And, 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 and here you said about also job changes, retiring, marriages, uh, you know, what else could happen in a personal situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good ones. Um, those are some of the major ones that you want to take uh, an accounting of. Like when you start looking at the new year, um, I recommend that, that everybody and um, couples even, you know, take a day possibly or uh, take some time just to review one, um, as we discussed uh, just a minute ago, talking about your different uh, your goals for the upcoming year. But then also, you know, take a look at those situations that have changed. Um, you know, do you have a child possibly coming? That could be a big change for a, for a married couple. Um, you know, do you have a job change uh, that you can foresee happening or something that did just happen, you know, at the end of the year that's going to uh, possibly uh, affect your finances going forward for this new year that you want to take accounting for? So all of those big life-changing events, uh, you really want to make sure that you're cognizant of, um, evaluate how they're going to affect your finances for, for better or worse and and then go from there while you're you're doing your new budget and and like planning out your next year, right? And and I love that because our, our oldest daughter is about to turn sixteen, so the car talk is coming up. Mm. And Rain and I, we you know we sitting down and we were sitting down with our daughter. We letting her know, okay, uh, even if we paid cash for a car, you know, how are we going to get the insurance paid for? Because insurance for teen drivers is higher than anything. Okay, so get the insurance paid for gas car repairs, uh, uh, you know, the maintenance, keeping it clean. You know, our daughter, we just don't want her to think you just get it and start it. It's supposed to always have gas in it, and it's going to always work. And so it's that personal situation, you know, Rain and I sitting back is like, well, just because she's about to turn 16, yes, we, we you can get your license, but that don't mean you're going to get a car right now because things like right. look with just what happened. The AC went out. Right. And, 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 and move into the asset re- review that you wrote about, Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the first thing you wrote was home insurance. Now, mm-hmm. when I mentioned that the AC uh, went out and people's like, well, it's barely April. What is he talking about AC? Because, you know, we've got listeners all over the country. We live in Phoenix, Arizona. It could be 80 <laughs> degrees in January out here. Absolutely. But the thing is, we do have home insurance. And so when the AC guy came out, it cost us $59.59 for repair. I right. asked him if we didn't have this under warranty. 
how much would this visit have cost us? This visit would have cost us over four hundred dollars, dude. Wow. For because of the stuff he had to rewire some things and you know, uh, whoever tampered in the home before we owned it, you know, he 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 looked at it. He said this. The person or the persons that worked on this AC in the past were not contractors. From the way he did his, you know, the way he looked at it, wires was in the wrong place. This would have been a $400 blow to us if we didn't say, hey, we got to make sure we got the home insurance covered. Mm -hmm. So you got home insurance, car insurance, health insurance, will, estate planning. Why did you Mm -hmm. put that? Yeah. Um, Those are some some pretty pretty important things to make sure that you have – set out you you just kind of, you hit on like a couple of really great things too while we've been talking um, one of them is, is talking about having that emergency fund um, so that's going to go back up into uh, just being wise and we can you know readdress that in a minute um, so having that that little fund to fall back on because we all know um, again like you're saying living in Arizona um, you know with all the construction we have out here if anybody doesn't have a flat tire in six years um, yeah. you know I haven't met them yet almost sure. <laughs> but it's, or it's, cracked windshield right <laughs> exactly <laughs> so you have both of those with with all the construction we have out here and then you have those little things like you're saying like AC and I used to get into that discussion with my mom because she would call me stressed out and say I have this and this the the washers fall going apart now and I'm gonna have to have that fixed and I was kind of like, Mom, you got to sit back and, you know, don't necessarily stress over it, but understand that these are, um, you know, un- maybe unforeseen as far as timing, but they're not unforeseen eventually happening. You know, eventually we know something will happen with the car. Eventually we know appliances will go. Um, so those kind of things, you, you know, is a little bit foreseeable because you just know that it is going to happen. But you had, you know, you had the wisdom to address like some of the insurance and, um, and things like that, because, uh, you know, readdressing your insurance, things can change. Like, uh, for example, uh, Tristan and I live in that, that little, uh, you know, historic house. And eventually, just to get a little more room, we had to build an extension on it. And I wasn't even thinking about what the impact was on my insurance. Um, but then discussing it with with an insurance agent, I found out that, like, the, the main structure was covered, but I did need to increase the insurance um, so it doesn't cost me much, uh, you know, just to add probably, you know, a few dollars a month actually to the total. But I had to make sure that the uh, now the the structure is covered um, that we built as well because it's, uh, you know, almost a guest quarters, if you will. Um, so that, that became really important when I was thinking about it. Like what if something had happened to our house and I just lost that? And then, you know, that wouldn't have been covered by insurance. So you want to evaluate things like that if you're – uh, especially if you've if you've done any home improvements, um, if you've gotten any um, probably any kind of big ticket items like jewelry, things like that, can sometimes you you might need to evaluate what you have in the house to make sure it's going to be covered. If you know your house you know did burn down or or things like that, because if if you all of a sudden have a few of the, the bigger ticket items, you probably want to make sure they're covered. Um, one of the last ones there I was was hitting on is that that wills in the states. And that that one is just to be diligent because you want to make sure that that what happens with anything that you may have after after you leave is in accordance with what you want and not necessarily what the particular state you live in wants. Um, So if you can take the time to outline either a will or set up a trust, uh, you know, that'll help you to pass on, you know, anything that you might want to, um, you know, the way you would like to and to who you'd like it to go. And since it is like right around tax time, we're talking home insurance, car insurance, health insurance, estate planning, 
how important is it to make sure we keep record of all the stuff that we pay because we can benefit from this during tax time, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, we do a, a great thing. My wife is, a, is a, you know, one of her strengths is absolutely uh, organizational skills. Um, so what we do is we actually have a database set up and at home. So when we're doing a monthly tithings and donations um, and things like that, it, it gets plugged right in. So at the end of the year, it literally took me, you know, 10 seconds to print out the page and it had it itemized the amounts um, during the year that we'd given to each particular organization and, and things like that. So that right when I was doing my taxes, I had it like right there uh, to do. So I would recommend definitely keeping very good track of, of when you're doing donations or things that you may want to use as a write-off uh, during tax season because that's uh, it doesn't have to take you a long time necessarily to do taxes if you have it organized. Well, what I want to do after this commercial break is get back into tips of what you were just talking about. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Stu Burns from Bank of America. And we are talking about the state of our finances. We'll hear more from Stu after this. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener-supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters mentoring programs for families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And we're back with Stu Burns from Bank of America. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Stu, before we go any further, we have the commercial break. I want to go back to what you were saying, how you were just you would save everything throughout the year. So it would take you literally 10, 15, 20 seconds to print out everything you needed to do for uh, tax time. Can we go back and slowly unpack that and and let's talk about the how-tos. You know, everyone may not have a computer or people who do have a computer will say, you know what, every year I'm trying to find my kids' doctor's appointments. I'm calling the doctors to mm. have them send me or print out or email me. What, what is the smart way to do this? And you said you're doing yeah. it, but unpack this slowly so someone can be ready. If they can't be ready for the next, you know, we're right around the corner, a week or so right around the corner from taxes, they could be ready for the 2016 taxes. What is, mm. what is a good way to do this? Yeah, that's a that's – a, um that's a, re- a real good topic to address because, you know, like I said, we we set it up in a in a database. Um, so right when we make the payment um, to any particular organization or a church, um, it's gonna gonna go right to uh, this database, and at the end of the year, it'll print right out. Another way to do it though is you could start tracking it. Like even if you have to do it um, by getting a, just a notebook, um, get one of those Mead notebooks over at the dollar store for you know ninety nine cents, and 
and go ahead and start maybe tracking it like on the different pages, especially uh, that's a good one, too, because you have to meet certain thresholds with medical expenses. And and if you have kids and, and all of that starts uh, adding up or as I'm finding out now with my elderly mom uh, starting to get into the caregiver uh, type of, of frame too, or point in my life where I actually, you know, I'm going to start like tracking that. And I don't know if I, I would be able to necessarily write it off, but we are getting like to that place where I'm having to devote a little more time and money, uh, you know, to help care for my mom. So that's one, uh, that's one way though, uh, you can do it though, that I would suggest, which everyone, I think you have access to either a notebook, maybe some note paper. So if you don't have a computer, then at least start keeping a nice track like that when you're doing it. Prescriptions can be written off. Um, so you want to keep track of all those type of things with the medical, your glasses, if you go to the eye doctor and, and that kind of stuff can be um, included in it. Well, you know, Raina and I have five kids at home. One's about to be 16. Uh, what Raina does every year, man, we have uh, envelopes. And she will save $20 here, $10 there, $100 here. And we have, you know, an envelope for major needs. We have a, a Christmas envelope, you know, and I'm, I want to give credit where it's due. This is Raina's doing because, see, what, what I'm saying this because when Christmas comes, mm-hmm. we, we do cash and we do cash only. So when we go Christmas shopping and when Christmas is over, everything is bought and paid for. Okay. But it would be from January the beginning of the year till Christmas where she will just, again, put five here, 20 there, 10 there. And we have a budget that we're going to spend, mm-hmm. you know, say, Hey, this is it for the year because we don't just do Christmas. You know, we do the movies throughout the year. We take a family vacation in the summer. So we don't just wait for one big day. So she has an envelope mm-hmm. uh, marked Christmas. She has an envelope for car repairs, envelope for emergencies, you know, envelope for birthdays. We have four kids under the age of 11, so they're still at that it's birthday party time, invitations, mm-hmm. you know, Chuck E. Cheese, Peter Piper type thing. Right. And But we still will have to pay during birthdays. We still may have to pay during Christmas. But you know what? It feels a whole lot better, my man. We only got to add $100 at Christmas time for, to the Christmas envelope. Yeah. It feels really good when my car broke down last week. It was already what we need to pay, you know, the difference already in the envelope. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? You know, can you touch on that? Like you said, I love how you said, you know, save all this stuff, put it on the computer. She does that as well. But something as simple as the envelope. Uh, When Valentine's ended. Even even envelopes, like you're saying, if you don't have a if you don't have, let's say, a notebook, you could keep your receipts like just I mean, you could do it that way, too. Um, So at the end of the year, you have an envelope, let's say, for medical receipts and school um, receipts or donations. Um, so you could do it that way as well. So right. there, there's no right or wrong um, right. for anybody out there. So be creative with it. Um, do what's best for you, for your particular, you know, organization and how you like to do it. So that's, you know, that's a good way, um, to approach it. Cause a lot of this with, with, with the finances, you know, is definitely, you have to customize it to the way you work and in the way your family situation is the way, way you want it, like what yeah. you're more comfortable with, just like we discussed, uh, I think last time I was here, we were talking about checking accounts. And, sure. You know, is it best to have your own when you get married or should a married couple, like, do they have to have just one account together? And and the answer to that is, is either one is right. You yeah. Know, it depends on what you're both comfortable with. Cause you know, if, if you, if you like having the, uh, the freedom to have some money in each account, then, then there, there's nothing wrong with that. And if, if you work with the one account, then there's equally nothing wrong with that. Right. And yeah. also, what about 
uh, smart shopping. I know we're mm-hmm. talking about saving money and having your insurance and everything. Mm-hmm. Again, credit where credit is due. It's funny how in the summertime, because Raina will start shopping in the summer, and I'm like, what is Barbie dolls doing in the closet? You know, because she hides them from mm-hmm. the kids. Or what is this in the closet? Or why we got this truck for our son? What's going on? Because it's funny how, because she'll find stuff on clearance on right. off seasons. And that same baby doll that she bought in the middle of, or Barbie doll, she bought in the middle of July is eight nine dollars more expensive between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. You know, when Valentine's just ended. She'll go and buy twenty dollars worth of Valentine cards, but if she would have bought them a week before Valentine's, it it, it would have been thirty five, forty bucks because when Halloween is over, you know, you can't do the candy. But Valentine, she will go and and everything's fifty percent off. Christmas time, wrapping paper. We got our closet full of wrapping paper Right now, Christmas was just a few months away. But when we wrap gifts for the kids, the nephews, the grandparents, all that, we probably would have spent $60, $70 just in wrapping paper, and she spent 20 bucks on that same amount. Right. Yeah, those are good things to, to be aware of. And, um, you know, there's a lot of in the Bible we could talk about with just with going into wisdom as well. Um, but just the way we handle money, you know, I think that the Lord really, um, he entrusts us with it and, um uh, and we owe it to him um, to basically be wise with our money, you know, in in all ways. Um, and that's what one of the things too. Um, you know, after the, we can touch back a little bit on those smart goals, which is something that that we would want to talk to. But um, but with that, just being smart in general with shopping, I used to like not see the big value in, in coupons at the store. I thought mm-hmm. it was like took too much time and everything. But Trista does that um, quite a bit. And then when I start going to the store and all of a sudden they're, they're giving me a receipt and they're like, you just saved uh, 50% of what you would have, you know, been spending and right. we're buying the normal stuff. And that's what Randa and also yeah. the gas points. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I very rarely go to the supermarket with it because one, I drive her crazy because it's like as soon as we get there, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then when we get there. Um, uh, she'll have her list, but now since I haven't been to the grocery store with her in a month or so, I'm looking at this, oh, let's get this, let's get that. Now where, where she's trying to save, I just added $40 extra. But like <laughs> you said, the coupons, the gas points, she will sit there and cut those things, man. Right. Yeah, and it, and it does add up. That's what I was thinking. I, like after I started seeing that, I'm like, man, I, like why would I want to pay, you know, mm-hmm. 50% more you know, or basically, if I save fifty percent, I'm paying a hundred percent more. Uh, but why would I pay double? You know, for the the same items that we were just going to buy when it really, you know, was just taking a little bit of time, maybe to to either know what's on sale. Like uh, if you go to uh, one of our local super, supermarkets, fries, and they have that. If you buy like five different items, oh, she's she's yeah, she's the master. You, you at that. get the sale on that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I love what you were saying, the wisdom that, that, that the word was saying, you know, and what would you have? Proverbs thirteen eleven, Right. Um, yeah, that's one of them that, that I like to uh, to use. And, and that's just talking about like like we do owe it to uh, um, to work diligently and that we should always be be aware of, of what we're doing with our money. And that basically, Proverbs thirteen eleven says uh, dishonest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little. Yes makes it grow. And Powerful. and I think the thing with that is, is, you know, when we when we think that there's a lot of shortcuts to saving and, and I was just talking about um this very thing with my buddy talking about, you know, that, you know, we're at a point where, you know, our retirement savings is, is fairly significant after twenty years. But 
you know, some I was just happened to mention with my buddy. Sometimes I would have loved for it to go a little bit faster. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, that's the way if you want to do it right, uh, you're going to probably want to just do those little things, save diligently over time. And then it's going to start to grow for you. But, yeah, don't expect it to happen overnight. And well, Stu, we're out of time. I want to thank you for joining me today. And I want to thank you for listening to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you, and God bless.